welcome to Zinvest Money Boss Podcast. The Zinvest Money Boss Podcast is a monthly podcast series where finance experts, entrepreneurs, economic experts share organic facts on investments, wealth creation, economic matters, and policy as they affect individuals and businesses. So today, I have two amazing guests with me. Uh, they are Joke, Joke and Wanka Uzum. Thank you very much. So today, we are going to be having a very interesting conversation. 2020 has no doubt been um, a phenomenal year, quite challenging indeed, but also interesting as we have experienced um, some interesting situations. COVID-19, the biggest of all, is actually somewhat what everybody keeps talking about. So today we're going to talk about how the COVID-19 has affected, you know, our work, our life, the way we do business, the way we even have fun. So my guests are finance experts. Uh, they will also be able to sort of provide, you know, their experience interacting with customers and, you know, what it is like to invest during this period as well. So uh, first, uh, Nwaka, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, good afternoon, everyone. So I'm Juan Carlosum. I'm a private wealth manager with Zcrest Investment Managers. Um, so essentially what I do is mostly business development, um, relationship management, and yeah, so basically that's what I do. Oh, interesting. So you're my plug to wealth creation, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's okay. Hi, my name is Joke, and I'm the um, portfolio manager at um, Zedquest Investment Managers. So my day to day would basically involve um, just sourcing for investment opportunities in the Nigerian capital markets and then other capital markets basically where um, we can invest or where yeah, we can advise clients to invest. So um, that's it. Thank you. So today, the theme of uh, conversation is COVID-19 experience 2020 in review and we're also taking a look at 2021 so first how would you describe your COVID-19 experience meaning what how has COVID-19 affected you during the course of a year your work did you make more money in 2020 or were you exposed to more opportunities in 2020? What happened to you, basically? Okay, um, so I, I think I would go. Okay, first of all, obviously, um, through, during the um, lockdown period, you know, I got a job, I got a new job. So I used to work somewhere else before I joined Zedcrest Investment Manager. I used to work in the bank. And I got the opportunity during the lockdown. So I'll say COVID-19 has been, I'll say it's been a positive experience for me. Anyway, in terms of finances, you know, I've been able to save more because I've reduced my going out, reduced spending on things I don't need, especially now that we're in a recession. So I'll say in terms of my finances, I've been able to save and invest more. And I'll say this is like if I compare to previous years of my working experience, I'll say this is the year that I saved the most. Yeah, I don't know. Ajoke, maybe you like to speak about your own experience as well. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, 2020 has actually been um, eye-opening. 
and in terms of ex- um, investment wise there's a create so now i know or it has let's just it's anything that has helped me to be more confident about and um, proposing or advising um clients about an investment opportunities take for example uh, the great um sell-offs that was experienced in Nigerian's equities um, space or equities market. So it was actually a very, very um, attractive re-entry point for most investors. And that was um, the clamor for, <clears throat> sorry, the better part of 2020. And investors who were able to um, absorb or Accommodate that sort of um, risk appetite. We can see them all smiling to the banks. Imagine if you had, you were part of the investors who got um, Zenith at 10 naira or AGT at 16 naira. And now Zenith is selling at well above 24 naira. I mean, that's more than 100% gain. So your 2020 has just been eye opening and then it has helped me to be more confident about taking risk or calculated risk of course and also advising investors to the same on a personal note yes i did um save more or i did invest more basically as i also uh keyed in into all of those juicy positions in the equities markets so that's basically my highlight for 2020. thank you very much Adoke and worker awesome yeah so what has been Yo, the greatest lessons from 2020. For me, it's been about resilience. It's been about, um, you know, doing things differently because it is this year that it became obvious that one cannot continue to do things the usual way. And COVID-19 has made that clear to everybody, even to businesses. So what would you describe as the great lessons or the most important lessons of 2020? Um, okay, um, so I'll say um, first things foremost, I'll say um, the COVID-19 pandemic and the associated lockdown. Um, I'll say it has underscored the, uh, what do you call it, that digital connectivity is you know extremely important. It has emphasized that fact because a lot of businesses have been on lockdown. Schools were in lockdown for almost six months. So it has... So there are some industries that have basically benefited from, you know, from the COVID-19 pandemic, especially the technology industry. Like you have a lot of edutech platforms coming up. You even have um, some health tech platforms as well. So I'll say in terms for the COVID-19 um, pandemic, yeah, it has emphasized the, um, the fact for that technology is extremely important during this period. Interesting. Okay, what do you have to say about that? Um, for me, um, it has actually been what has one key thing for me basically has actually been um, a further reaffirmation that cycles, everything is in cycles, and cycles don't last forever. So, uh, from the early part of January, early part of 2020, January and February, we had like so much um, bullish um, activity or bullish sentiments in the market, both uh, fixed income and equities. And then we thought, yes, money was here to stay. But March, April came and then, of course, uh, the table turned. And then we saw so many people losing a whole lot of money and people crying and doing all of that. But that whole bearish thing also did not last forever because by May, June, the market picked up again and all of that. So for me, it's really all about, at least now I cannot go into 2021 in periods of, um, say, a year 
that the periods of sell-offs and then everybody's staying and then taking their money. So that's actually the best time to take any form of risk you want to take because really you're taking risk at rock bottom. That's what that can happen. The only way or the only trajectory is up after something hits rock bottom. So I think that's one of the key things that I took from 2020. Interesting, interesting, interesting perspective. So now, what would you describe as the major gains, you know, the major gains of 2020, meaning which industries or which sectors of the economy actually gained the most? And would the situation be different going into 2021? Who are the losers? Uh, their possibilities of them, you know, bouncing back or coming up strong? Okay, uh, for the major winners of 2020, it's, I'll say it has to be those who were companies or institutions you know, who were able to have a seamless um, adoption or integration it's in this adoption, basically, of tech, of technology, basically. Like um, Waka said, the whole um, pandemic greatly underscored the importance of um, being digital in all that you do, being digital in business operations and all of that. So the major winners were those who were able to efficiently, or within, with little turnaround time, also incorporate all of that um, tech feature into their operations to ensure that regardless of... Um, See whether there is a physical presence needed at work to keep um, the ball rolling or regardless of that, basically, your business is able to run with or without physical intervention. That's it for me. Those are the biggest things. Thank you very much. Um, moving into the next question. This is December 2020. You know, we're approaching the new year and Nigeria is almost, or let me just say, uh, undoubtedly sliding into another phase of the pandemic. That some people talk, you know, lockdown 2.0. 2021 is upon us, and what should people expect to change? And how should people expect change? Especially with the fact that we are already sliding into the second phase of the pandemic. Okay, uh, for me... I think the the only thing people should expect is, I mean, that the only constant is really change, basically. So they should not fault and say there is no new normal. Every new or recent event can become the new normal. Nobody envisaged coronavirus. Nobody envisaged us still wearing masks up until December from March. And now wearing masks is the new normal. So tomorrow, I said, tomorrow will be next year. Um, I don't know. Taking umbrellas out every day might be the new normal, or wearing rain boots because everywhere is flooded. <laughs> and then climate change is already upon us, might actually be the new normal. So the it's up to everybody to be quick about um, aligning ourselves with whatever change it is we find. So in terms of investment, um, I think for 2021, most people, 2020 has made us think that most people are actually ready to take on risk as long as um, it gives them the expected um, higher return as promised. So 2021, I expect to see less people become um, comfortable with risk-free instruments. And it's now be up 
So it should now be the the owners will be on um say investments and managers and investment houses to go back to the but and then learn to find ways to increase their own um, risk appetite to accommodate more risk um to accommodate more investment that have some elements of risk in them. So 2021, I expect to see more uh, riskier investment that would regularly see from a typical asset management or investment management company. And I will see more people actually accommodate all of that um, risk and actually building up in terms of investment. Yeah, thank you very much, Adoke, for that very exciting perspective. Um, Waka, what do you have to say about this? Okay, so um, I agree with what Adoke has said. You know, in terms of investments, I'll say, you know, and clients taking risk, I'll say that's the thing that I have seen the most in 2020. So, you know, you know, sometimes, because part of my job is speaking to clients and, and um, engaging them. And then I'll say in 2020, you know, a lot of the guys who maybe in 2019 would put their funds in a risk-free investment like treasury bills, or they'll buy just buy bonds because, you know, those, um, those instruments were performing very well at the time. So a lot of them are now taking more risk. You see them doing, um, investing in, you know, some, <laughs> some unregulated platforms. You know, that, that promise, you know, very high interest rates, basically, you know, pseudo Ponzi schemes and put it that way. So, um, I'll say in going into 2021, you know, I don't think, um, yes, people will say, okay, yes, but the vaccine is here. So things should improve by March. But then we don't know, you know, we don't know how, how do I put it? You don't know how effective, even though people say, yeah, the vaccine is 90% effective. But then, and with the new variants, you know, out currently, you know, you don't know how that is going to affect us. So, you know, things might not be the same even in March or April. And we might still be wearing masks till December 2021, even 2022, you know. So I'll say everyone should just expect expect things. I'll just say everyone should just expect things not to go back to the way it was pre-COVID. Thank you very much for that perspective. Um so people should uh, be wary of um, fraudulent investments, you know, pseudo Ponzi schemes out there, and um, sh- they should rather deal with regulated asset managers or asset management companies. Also, um, for individuals who have been displaced by the uh, the, the pandemic, the, you know, during the course of the pandemic, several companies have folded up and some um, some individuals like especially giant staff have had have been you know literally displaced drivers you know because most companies have to work have decided to you know uh, adopt remote work options and you discover that most of those administrative staff have now been reduced across offices so what would you what what do you think is the survival strategy for People, you know, come 2021, especially people that are out of job right now or people that are trying to survive. I'll say, you know, I can't, obviously I can't recommend, you know, a survival strategy for anyone. But because, you know, I don't know what your circumstance was pre-COVID. I don't know what your circumstance is now. But then for me personally, even pre-COVID, I always try to, you know, like I said, save and invest. And I always try to have enough money in 
like an emergency fund for one year. So, you know, because like I said, you don't know anything can happen. Like what has happened during this lockdown, although I was, you know, lucky that during this lockdown, I had a job, you know, better pay and all that. You know, some people haven't been so lucky. You know, some people have lost jobs. Some people have, um, some people are currently on half salary. So like I said, I, I cannot recommend, you know, survival if I don't know anyone's circumstance. All right. So uh, let's move to the next question. So going into the into 2021, you know, what more surprises should people expect? Surprises in terms of um, opportunities, surprises in terms of challenges. You know, does it mean that um, schools will be locked again? Does it mean that uh, more jobs will be lost again? Does it mean that uh, the financial market will fall again? You know, what more surprises should we expect from the economy? Uh, in terms of surprises, I think, like I said, it's best to just um, brace up for anything. Anything can really happen. There is no um, crystal ball to give us a direction or to give us to preempt whatever it is that's going to happen in 2021. For all we know, Biden might take surprisingly take the steps of Trump and then all our expectations and forecasts based on an actual Biden presidency might just go to the quarters and they will have to start rethinking or um, marking out new plans to help with um, all of that um, uncertainty or surprises. So yes, we'll be expecting surprises in 2021. What that surprise would be is what, I mean, nobody can tell us unless we have a voodoo present or we have our crystal ball present. So, uh, well, the major um, advice, investment advice would just be to always be liquid, always have funds ready so that when um, attractive, positive surprises come at us, we're always, we have that um, monetary weapon or arsenal to take positions and then just um, prepare for whatever upward um, and prepare for whatever upward um, trajectory of upward trajectory we expect on that um, positive investment and then say when uh, chips are down and then we have an unattractive surprise we also have them liquidity to um, liquidity to basically see us through the bad um, surprise just so we're we maintain like some maintain moderate momentum or stability in terms of standard of living. Thank you very much. Um, also, in addition to that, I think also um, there will definitely be still be surprises, but essentially we have to get ourselves prepared for any eventualities uh, because. Um, this is the time for one to not also rely on just one stream of income. People should uh, sort of build ex- extra sources or streams of income to be able to uh, cushion the effects uh, because uh, we saw what happened in 2020. Uh, people were earning you know, half salaries. People were earning no salaries. People were put on compulsory unpaid leave. So it's that bad and the economy is crumbling and 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 we we know that we have to ensure that we still survive because not every one of us will travel to Canada and um, with COVID-19 the gate has been shut so it's December right so 
in spite of the lockdown, how do you or, ex, or what do you suggest that people do for fun? Now that people cannot go to the beach to have fun, now that people cannot go to the club to have fun, you know, how can we afford during the pandemic? Because that's also important. Okay, um, I think it depends on, you know, what people constitute as fun. Because some people, you know, spending time with their family, you know, that's fun. Some people watching a movie at home, that's fun. Some people going to the club, that's fun. So I'll say the people who regard, you know, essentially most of the outdoor activities as fun, maybe you need to start looking for more, you know, fun indoor activities. You know, you can you can host two or three of your friends in your house, you know. I mean, that's fun. You can see a movie in your house. I mean, that's fun. You know, playing with, playing around with your children in the house. You know, that's fun. So I'll say in terms of um, fun activities, you know, people just, should just, you know, basically recalibrate their idea of what they constitute as fun. Because there's sometimes, you know, doing some indoor activities can be fun. Thank you very much, Waka. Um, Ajoke, what do you have to say about this? Um, this guy, this is my thought to Waka about redefining what she see as fun. Little things can actually be fun. Taking time out to, you know, sleep, to relax your muscles, to, to have like a, a period or a session where you don't get to think or worry about anybody or anything can actually be relieving and it can help you, um, mental wise or health wise, basically. All right, so um, we're about to wrap this up. So, and this is it. So, what would you advise our listeners out there uh, to do differently financially going into 2021? What do you think they should, what uh, efforts do you think they should make, you know, to be able to guard against any uh, unfavorable surprises coming? Come, come 2021. Well, for me, the mantra for 2021 basically will be that um, fortune will only favor the bold. So if you're the type or if you're an investor who would want a much higher return than what he currently got in 2020, I think increase your risk appetite. And then you'd find actually um, a variety of investment opportunities that you can actually um, take positions in. But of course, I'm not saying increase your risk appetite and then fall into the hands of the unstructured and finance guys who are promising you 30% in a month. If you can do it, that's great actually. And then if you fall through, you'd have learned to lesson. But um, you should always um, consult with a professional, an investment manager or um, an investment institutions basically whenever it is you want to to help you see through all of this um, risky investments and then help you pick out or select um, out of the many select one that is appropriate for you and then that fits your um, risk profile so what the investment manager is basically helping you to do is to separate the lemons from the goods so in 2021 you'll be risking the fortune the gold Okay, um, for me, I'll say going into 2021, um, 
if you don't have, you know, a, like a personal finance budget, I would say, you know, you should start one now, especially with everything that's going on. Um, there's this rule, there's this 730 rule of, um, you know, spend 70% of your income on your, of your monthly income on your expenses and 30% on savings. You know, I do, I do basically a reverse of it. You know, I do 30% on my, um, what do you call it, on my expenses and 70% I save. So whatever works for you, if it's 50-50, 40-40, I won't say there's a set rule, but then I'll say obviously, you know, minimum 30% should be going to savings and 70% should go in, should go to allocated to your expenses. So I'll say for me, the mantra for 2021 is have a budget, make up a monthly budget every month and stick to that budget. And obviously, like I just said, saving and investing so is very important. So, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, guys. So what's going to be your parting message for our audience? Let me take Ajoke first, then Waka next. Uh, thank you so much for having me on this session. And I hope 2021 proves to be an even greater year. Okay, my parting message would be, you know, if you have funds in the bank accounts, please move it to invest immediately. Um, there's no point leaving your money in the bank at 1.1%. So, yeah, that was my parting message. And again, have fun in 2021. Happy holidays, everyone. Interesting. So my parting message to you would be that, be that you start the year strong. And remember that you've got Zimvest. We are your surest plug towards creation. All right, all right, guys. So see you next year, guys. Enjoy your all days. Bye.